For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 5.10, Manic Magic. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Jess. Hello. Maggie is still away today, so we have a returning guest. Jay, welcome back. Hey, how's it going? Hey, hey. Do you have an eye for the supernatural? A theory on Bigfoot, Earhart, or Area 51? Have you witnessed events you cannot explain? The Midwestern Arcane is hiring. Super fast and quiet, starting at $13 an article. Chapter 21 Dresden makes a rushed plan in the car, telling Susan to pull off the expressway. As she does, Harry flings himself out of the vehicle, downs the energy potion, and takes on the street wolves. Having nearly saved himself, the energy potion wears off, and the street wolves capture Harry. So, Dresden wakes up after having this uh, sort of fever dream. (laughs) Of a sort? (laughs) To bad news. Yes, that they're Weird. being followed. Yeah, not by one, but two cars, which is a problem. Yes. <laughs> and to, to add another layer on that, Susan informs her that the gas tank is almost empty. Mm-hmm. And they're on the freeway right now? Yeah. So not a whole lot of options for dodging, running, hiding. Yeah. We've got a lovely little character development moment where Harry uses that the, the when it rains it it never rains it in a colloquial yes it, which Tara does not understand whatsoever something's wrong with him it's raining heavily he doesn't know <laughs> uh huh thanks Tara uh huh frightening grasp of the obvious dear lady yeah. And Harry does call her on it again. He's like, you really don't know anything about humans. It's funny. He's almost getting a little bit like, what are you? Just tell me. <laughs> so, not, at least it's not being totally beat over the head that she's not quite human yet. But it's pretty, yeah. well, it's getting close. And we see when he has these conversations with um, the Fae, especially as we go on, is that sometimes they don't really get it. They're just like, what do you mean? Like, they just won't get it. But at the same point, a lot of these Fae have been alive for a couple thousand years, so they do still understand sometimes. Mm-hmm. So it's funny how, like, he's just like, I, mm, uh, <laughs> Lady. It'd be nice to think that some of these Fae that are thousands of year old would just, like, feign. Just super, fucking with them, yeah. Just be like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I think I would do that. If I was alive for a couple thousand years, I would just be like, yeah, I don't I don't believe in Shakespeare anymore. I'll just fuck with everyone. Pretend like I've never heard of that guy. Who? Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> like, there's uh, that really funny joke when, like, you're at a bar and a guy's trying to impress you and tell you he went to Harvard. You're supposed to be like, what kind of, what is that? Like, community college? Oh, good job. <laughs> 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 That's really nice. I'm proud of you. Well, Tara confirms the vehicles following move like predators, and I thought that was kind of interesting. She considers them dangerous. Yeah, so this was actually really interesting for me because I assumed that that was a predator is a predator is a predator. If Tara's sensing that this predator sort of movement or what happening, I'm like, that's cool. That's a really cool 
thing, right? Mm -hmm. But Harry takes it to instantly mean supernatural instincts, mm. not predator instincts. Well, she said that they move like predators. Well, Tara, Tara said they move like predators. Yeah, so, so again, they're, so they're driving through traffic like they're hunting. Yeah, which is so, how I took it. It's just yeah. a predator is a predator is a predator. But Harry specifically says, what supernatural being can Tara sense? So he immediately writes off the cops because they're not supernatural. So Tara wouldn't be able to sense them. But I took it as just a predator is a predator is a predator. So it right. could be the cops, you know? So right. I, I'm not sure if that's me or Harry being wrong, but... It was, like, I just liked that statement. Yeah. It was just really interesting. Yeah, it was. It was nice. Um, so Good imagery. Yeah. Dresden instructs Susan to get off the expressway and to go to a gas station and to call the police. And, of course, the very last minute he notices how gorgeous she is, like some kind of Latin goddess. Right, as we said, yes, Latin <laughs> goddess. Because <laughs> he is still run by his hormones. Yeah. <laughs> Girl. Uh, he, he might die in the next hour. He's got to get these thoughts in now. Oh, pretty <laughs> He'll girl. never be able to focus on her breasts again if he dies. <laughs> That's true. I must be chivalrous because she's pretty girl. Pretty. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Hello, resident male guest on the podcast. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I can't really tell. I'm looking at your chest. What? <laughs> <laughs> But what do her nipples look like? Uh, take off your shirt, Susan, so we can progress. Yeah. Just before we leave. <laughs> Again, we all might die right now. This is our last chance. Yeah, so we're going to jump from a moving car and try to roll out of it. Yeah. So as we're making all of these jokes, we should throw in that Tara Rest literally refers to Susan as his mate. And Susan is instantly offended. I know! She's so offended by his it! His what?! That's that's the moment I that he chooses to fling himself from the yeah, car right. so he doesn't have to hear her be offended by it. <laughs> Which, honestly, with that much cringe going on, I'd want to throw myself out of a car, too. Oh, God, yes, bye! Bye! Yeah, while good. While you, well, you try to decide what a relationship is, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do something that could really, really just get me killed. Do you maybe want to be mates? No, bye. <laughs> Mate? Oh, my God. I certainly not. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. And there he goes. <laughs> I'm sure we've all been through a horribly indignant ask out. They didn't want to be our soulmate for life, and we throw ourselves out of a moving car. No. <laughs> At least I didn't throw myself out of a moving car. A park car? Well, he does... Admit in retrospect that it was stupid what he had done. <laughs> yeah, but meanwhile he's out of the car. It's too late now. <laughs> yeah. oh, no, this he, could be. This could hurt. Yeah, well, really. And Justice it made did. the point though that, that these are the, these are his files. So these are his afterthoughts mm -hmm. when he's writing these things down. Yeah. So he's reflecting on in the retrospect. Fact that I should have watched he, the full like, moon. And wow, I was that. I ever stupid to fling myself from a car? Mm -hmm. I thought I was being chivalrous, but that was dumb. That was dumb. <laughs> and I'm hurt. I have a bad shoulder, and I'm gonna have to try to well, fucking roll. It was such a bad fall that he forgets what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. It takes like just this rough and tumble, you know, down into a ditch, and he's like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" Well, and that would take me a few minutes to get like. And, again, I would, too. I would think that I'd be concussed after that. But you think that would have been a foresight, at the very least. I understand wanting to get out of that awkward situation. I understand wanting to have a chivalrous distraction. Mm -hmm. I understand wanting to get out of the car fast. 
But I still think I would have been like, mm, I could break my neck doing this, and that won't help anyone. Well, and he justifies it by saying that Susan was going to be in danger. Yeah. And that's why he needed to do but it. But to be so concussed in that moment is not good timing. No. Like, he's lucky that all he did is bruise, him, bruise himself and scrape himself And I think up. you could have asked Susan to slow down. <laughs> or the way that says you got on the uh, off-ramp and started to make a turn to a certain dra- direction jumped out yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of things point is whatever he wasn't thinking threw himself out of car and then is a little bit dazed for a moment stunned laying there and he does admittedly get enough wherewithal to gather himself up oh we should also throw out that he had his second potion with him now at this point yes which he at least manages to chug back as he's laying there in a daze i did like the description of it it tasted like stale cardboard and too old pizza and burnt coffee beans, but it went down my gullet. I could feel the power in it, the brew spreading into me, active and alive, as though I had swallowed a huge hyperkinetic amoeba. My fatigue simply vanished, and my energy came rushing to me, into me, Some, like something that does at the end of a really good concerto or overture. The pain receded down to levels that I could manage. The soreness lifted out of my muscles, and my cloudy, cloggy thought process cleared as though somebody had flushed my synapses with jalapeno. My heart rate surged, and then held steady, and I came to the abrupt conclusion that things were just weren't as bad as I thought they were. Funny what a nice, good rest, or insane. <laughs> Sounds like God, a cocaine high yeah. to me. I don't know. <laughs> I actually, I really liked the beginning of that description. It was very Lemony Snicket to me. Yeah. I don't know, like doing a rail before you jump out of a car, which would explain why he jumped out of the car. Yeah, only he did the rail after he jumped. <laughs> well, the amoeba imagery, that was True. super cool. Very cool. And again, like in that whole um, overture thing, like it was very Lemony Snicket the way that he describes things. He always pulls in a little bit of a... Oh, yeah sophistication to his macabre <laughs> the macabre macabre whatever but yeah <laughs> i just read i don't speak <laughs> um, but yeah again it's nice he suddenly like things are okay because i'm not tired which i can totally relate to well and his energy levels levels seem almost like a manic high though like not just a yes, high like you said like cocaine is, just he is Mm-hmm. He just got like a dose of heroin and coke and speed no. all at once. He loses his inhibitions and, and he, he like lost, like not to mention he doesn't feel pain. He's not fatigued. He's not in pain. He's not worried. He's not stressed. He's like, oh shit. Like this is like a brand new day. When really we know that he was, he just passed out because he was like running on empty. Mm-hmm. He did this like his last act of magic was to kablooey this werewolf half a block down the street uh, through a couple buildings in the middle. So now magically he should be spent already. Exactly. He's he he, we already know he's at zero. And now he's just like I like for me this is like um the movie Kick Ass. Um if you know it, it's a superhero who loses all of his nerve endings. He's not really a superhero, his power is just that he can't feel pain. So he just goes out into the world and fights muggers and murderers and all these things because no matter how many times they stab and punch him, he can't feel the pain. So this to me was like, and as if you've seen the movie, you know that gets very dangerous when he's being tortured later on and he can't feel the blood loss and the exhaustion and nearly kills himself because he just keeps pushing and pushing and pushing right. himself, right? And that's Harry's thing right now is like, you just are incapable of knowing. You just that did a whole bunch of speed beans when you really need to sleep. 
Exactly, and even Bob said when he was making this potion, it's not the same, like, you can't not beat a good night's rest. There's just nothing better than eight hours of sleep, right? But this is the next best thing. I was wondering he didn't make a potion with eight hours of sleep. He tried. Bob told him he couldn't. Oh, really? Yeah. As what Bob said earlier, nothing beats an eight-hour sleep, but this potion will do a good enough job. Come close. Yeah. But it won't last for eight hours. Well, you know, maybe if Harry didn't immediately upon taking this potion blast all of the tires into this one SUV, it would have. Who knows? Right. But he does an insane high-level power magic honestly more show than anything else. Right, because he aims for the tires themselves to yeah. blow up the, or superheat the tires. Superheats the tires, yeah. When all he had to do is superheat one. It yes. That's true, that's true. true. Yeah. He could have done a lot of things. I mean, you could have, I don't know exactly what the force or magical equivalent is to Good heating Lord. up air or breaking a window or <laughs> yanking the wheel one way. I'm not sure. There could have been a lot of things he did, but he went for very flashy and very big, very fast. Well, well, I guess this is not quite his style, but he could have killed Parker if he wanted to, because the. But you're still killing though, right? But he's not. But and he's, he said though, he's like, he's, "Fuck he's killing allowed, someone with magic. I'm gonna do it." And he, we have kind of determined that he's kind of allowed to do it. It's a gray yeah, line about whether or not he's, he's a human. He's not considered human in the eyes of the White Council, right? So they would have probably still had a bit of an issue with Harry because, bitch, you're crossing, you're towing the line when we already don't trust you. But he would have had a defense. Yeah. But Harry himself says earlier in the books that it's not okay for his own moral ethics. But in this moment, he's like, fuck that, fuck you. Yeah, but at the same point, like I was going back to, you said you could have blown one tire, which mm -hmm. would have caused the vehicle to flip. Which is, again, would have made way more sense, would have been less power. But again, when you're in this manic. Just another manic magic. <laughs> yeah. So, so. The, the car ends up, uh, the flatbed truck ends up swirling out and just like crashes, which Dresden assumes is the end of it, but it's not because Parker breaks out the mangled wreck of the car through the windshield, along with flat nose and the crazy bloodthirsty women from the garage. Mm hmm. Yeah, and they're mad. <laughs> they're pissed. And we uh, we actually were able to soul gaze with Parker, which, you know, counsel proves that there's some humanity in there, bitch. <laughs> right, that's true. He right? has a soul. So, you know, the council, we've got issues with them already. But anyways, we know that Parker really didn't want to kill Harry in the first place and has no choice now. If he wants to remain in charge, he has no choice but to kill Harry. Mm -hmm. And... Obviously, you know, his lackeys just like to kill. <laughs> they just clearly are like, yeah, they're super any little bit of disrespect, we're going to kill you, you know? It seems like, you know... Nothing like a little bit of the ultraviolence. No, they are just no Baroque ready music. to go. They don't go... <laughs> There's no Baroque music, but there is the Carmen Overture. <laughs> And another fun thing is that, like, uh, Harry lost all of his magical items when Murphy confiscated them. So it's possible that when he lost them all, they were all still charged up full. I can't think of if he used any of them. So there's a quick scuffle between the three for, uh, like, the slightest power play that goes on. But Parker shuts it down pretty quick and is like, fuck you, I'm still in charge. Yeah, he shoots a bunch of bullets at him, but, but Dresden's like, 
takes his shield bracelet and... Yeah, yeah. and that's what I was saying, yeah, is that Harry's supposedly still got all of his magic tools charged up as well. Those haven't right. been expended, which right, is nice. Saying. Right. So, so at the very least, you know, having them confiscated from Murphy is that he didn't use them up already. <laughs> um, so at least, you know, that didn't matter from the potion. He just has that at his disposal. So that's something. Okay. But, mm, again, he kind of just uses it all at once and he's like, do 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 do. Okay. Yeah. And, oh, um, the next thing that he does, because he uses another spell to basically bitch slap the crazy bloodthirsty woman from gathering too much energy. Like, just a, this, like, whoosh, <laughs> bitch, please. <laughs> Which I love if you're like, like, you know, like that shock, if that just totally dead stops you from there, like building yourself up. Totally effective. Great. Love it. But at the same time, it's like, uh, Dresden, how much energy is this taking? Can you just chill for like a minute? Right? Uh, Dresden, I think you're pissing her off. Yeah. How many times has she already claimed to want to kill you? And you just bitch slapped her. Okay. Bad move. Yeah, the magical bitch slap. That's yeah. like, I have to say, though, that is like a wonderful imagery to think of. It's like this woman just like, ah, smack. Oh, what? <laughs> I know a lot of people at work that could use that. <laughs> a magical bitch lamp, yeah. Yeah, especially if it's like, you know, not your actual slap. You don't have to go to HR for it. <laughs> Someone gets slapped by the air, you're fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it only triggers when you click your pen. Yeah, even better. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what's wrong with her, but it's another signature we can get a look at. <laughs> I so, love uh, this quote. It's one of the, I think, most quoted of all the books because it's so relevant, even though it only is said this one time. But how do you think that I won't be able to kill you? I had to smile at him. You have to smile at children and idiots. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. total, total oh, bitch Dresden. Yes. Just the sassiest little bitch. <laughs> yes. He's quite casual in his confrontation with Parker. I'm like, telling um, him that you're not going to kill me. No, I'm just going to disappear. Total calmness of no. just, nope. No, I don't think Try, so. Try, bitch. Mm-mm. Won't happen. Yeah, just a, like a, the, the, the very light arrogance yep. of it. Yep. No. Just complete brush off, which is obviously, you know, <laughs> as we've seen before, they take offense to. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and it's great until the energy potion wears off. And it wears off in a hurry, and he quickly realizes that he's ex- overexerted himself with that euphoria. Mm-hmm. It was too much too soon, and that's it. It probably could have lasted him for several hours, except for he just... Bada bing, bada boom, way yeah, up. Started that. using power moves. Yep. Yeah, it's that whole mania of it. Like, he just didn't think to m- minimize his energy level, or, not, sorry, conserve his energy levels. Not at all. No. And there's like, you know, they continue with their taunts as well. Like, we can smell your blood. It smells so good. I tell you're getting tired. Like, we can't wait to rip you apart. Um,. Other such things, you know, like we've got most of our wolves are down by the lake. It'd be great to like drag you down there and like kill you in front of them all and like just taunts, right? And for the most part, Harry's just like, yeah, whatever, fuck you. But there's like that little niggling in the back of your mind, right? And he's like, something, I'm forgetting something. And this was my big issue with him throwing himself out of the car and getting himself concussed because like 
Yeah, bitch. It would have been a good time to use your freaking head. Right. There were two cars. There was two cars. And we just said that. Oh, we're being followed by two cars. I threw myself out of the vehicle. I blew up the tires of one car. Bitch. <laughs> well, I think it's one terrifying plus that he... one equals two. Yeah. yeah. But there's a very terrifying moment of him watching them as they're... As, as you say that they're taunting and they start to heal and visibly yes. heal all of their scra- scraps and scratches and, and that he and that car wreck yeah his they, broken wrist is already healed right then and there just just terrifying slowly like. inching and inching so yeah so he pulls out a gun and shoots Parker <laughs> uh, don't take another step motherfucker gets him in the knee and he cripples Parker for a moment there you know Parker stays in a crouch but continues to taunt him yeah, they have, a, they have a right old chat. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think you'd be the type to carry a gun. Just for you. Just for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then, uh, like, in all good villains, he develops his plan of, or tells him his plan. Villain of how, speech. How they, they have been following him and how they managed to We paid off the jailer to tell us when you got arrested. Listening to the, the police scanner. And, and another really amazing point right here is that Parker mentions... We planned to just do a drive-by shooting as they carried you up the steps into the police station. Hmm. That was their plan. We find out when you get arrested, we're waiting for you outside the jail, and we shoot you as you're being walked in. I missed that part. Nope, that was there, but uh, then again, he escaped custody, so... Wait, uh, totally? He escaped custody and it didn't happen. But I just want to bring it up that that the original plan had been to do a drive-by and get him. How, how come they didn't do it then? Because Harry didn't go to the police station, right? He wasn't arrested. He escaped the cop car. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. So Parker finishes off his speak by reminding Dresden of the second car just before the other lycanthropes come and disarm him and begin to beat the ever-loving shit out of him. To, like, a harsh degree. Oh, yeah. Like, that was like, brutal it beatings. Is brutal. Like, he, he says, like, he just, like... Starts to disassociate again, and it's just pain and pain and pain. And they are purposely trying to hurt him. Like, this isn't yeah. to make him unconscious. This is to make him hurt. Yeah, not to kill Not him. to kill, to hurt. They find out why later. Yeah, but it's still just, like, a little bit of, like, this, oh, my God, like, horrifying. I mean, like, it's one thing to read about, like, a werewolf ripping out all these throats and stuff. That's a little bit still removed from reality, but just being beaten to death, essentially... Right. Like, oh. So now you wonder what a stoning would be like, huh? Mm-hmm. I don't wonder. I don't want to wonder. <laughs> that sounds even more worse. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's essentially it. Harry's tapped for magic once more. He's fading fast. And now he's getting the ever-loving shit beat out of him. Well, and Parker does stop the beatings. And so they duct tape him and throw him into the car. I think he was unconscious yeah. at that point, wasn't he? It just barely. Kind of. He was like just on the edge. Like, it. he couldn't even close his eyes. He was so tired. So he's just staring off into the distance. And who does he see? Agent Roger Harris drive past because he had been following the street walls as well. Mm. Doesn't even acknowledge Harry. Yeah. It's like, mm, sucks to be you. There's one loose thread tied up. Yep. Yep. Dresden begins to laugh as the, quote, pieces had all fallen into place because he... Mate, that last connection. Who sent me to go see the street wolves? Okay. <sighs> oh, I get it now. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. 
You will die today. (laughs) (laughs) So that brings us to chapter 22. Yeah. Thank you so much to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us keep doing what we're doing. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash freeflowrambling. Chapter 22. Harry wakes up in the full moon garage, partially mended and tied to a post. Dresden almost manages to release himself from the bonds when Parker and Flatnose return. Dresden tries to antagonize Parker into leaving the room, but his plan backfires, leaving him moments from death. At least he got some sleep. Yeah. Which yeah. he thinks, is thankful for. <laughs> Which he needed. Yeah. He very specifically says, thank you for the sleep. <laughs> yeah, he's passed out in pain, like just done. Mm-hmm. Well, and the thing is that when he comes back, too, he's actually in significantly less pain. Mm-hmm. He's received, like, medical attention. He's yeah. bandaged up. He's cleaned up. He's not covered in blood. He's disinfected. Um, he's, they, ha- they, they even took the handcuffs off of him. Yeah, like, he's still... Blood transfusion? Yeah. He's, like, been about as well taken care of as he could ask for, honestly. Yeah. Even a comfy blanket. Blood? Yeah, even a blanket. Mm-hmm. Where'd they get the blood? They're werewolves. Who knows? And like, that's exactly oh. the point. Where did you get the blood? They paid off a jailer. They can pay off a nurse. Give me a bigger well, no, blood, lady. Yeah, but if they're doing a transfusion from uh, your IV, no, wh- no, which ones are these? The lycanthropes? These are the lycanthropes. Lycan- 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 these are the humans. That- the berserkers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if they're healing at a rapid rate, maybe that's why he's healing. So they're just giving them their own blood. Oh. I don't know. I don't know either. But that would explain why he's healing faster. And feeling better. Could be nice. I never thought of that. That's interesting mm-hmm. theory. Interesting. I like that. Well, well, we'll get to it later on that um, Butters believes that wizards also have this werewolf healing ability, but incredibly slow. So yeah, possibly mixed with the magic as well, yeah. Mm. Given some werewolf blood and some magic. Which makes sense because they bada live bing, a really long boom. time, don't they? Yeah. So yeah, so Butters basically makes the uh, connection that they probably regenerate just a much slower pace, but mm-hmm. that's, you know, in another two or three books, really. Or five or six, I don't know. Yeah. So Harry ta- takes stock of his surroundings. He has a blood fusion progress. He's been bandaged up, like you said, and his wounds have been disinfected and treated. And he's been uh, duct taped together. <laughs> he can still talk. They've taken off a lot of the duct tape, because before, you know, there was... You know, it was like on all the joints and the knees and the wrists, and now it seems to be significantly less. It's just his oh, no, arms it, and legs. I think it still saying, says that it's got. Oh, is it still everything? It's, it's still oh, everything. Okay. Um, but he's he's also figured out that he can sort of. He, we have this lovely little passage of 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 saying uh, he's reminded of his father, who with the magician's training, and instilling the positive attitude of that if there's a will, there's a way to get out, and if there's enough time, you can get out. If you're named after Houdini, you shouldn't be able to be stuck for long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wiggles himself completely free of the duct tape, with the exception of his ankles. Because it does talk about how he gets, because he's got gets his arms, the wrists, yeah. arms, 
and then he gets his thighs, but he doesn't get his ankles. But he rips that IV out. No! And, yeah, before he can get much farther than that, he's got company, so he goes back to pretend sleeping. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, he's mostly free, other than his ankles. Yeah. And he's got a little tiny needle in defense. Jab, jab. Yeah. Jab, jab. Get him. Get him. Poke, poke you. Poke you. <laughs> Tell everyone you have HIV and threaten to stab. <laughs> Hepatitis C. Hepatitis C. Yeah. <laughs> I've got everything and anything. I will stab you now. <laughs> Don't share needles, kids. <laughs> Especially with like, Especially with werewolves. Well, apparently that one's Okay. They'll heal it quick, so that one's fine. So Parker and Flatnose come into the space. It's revealed that they're not killing Harry until Marcone comes to check on him. Apparently Marcone is... uh, scary enough that they can't afford to say no. Well, Parker has almost a sort of respect for him. There's like this Mm -hmm. great quote here. Uh, Marcone isn't just a mobster. Running Chicago is just his sideline, see? He's got business all over the country. He owns people from here to the government, governor's mansion to Washington and back. And he's got more money than God. He can set us up, take us out, and have the police on our ass anytime he wants. You don't screw with somebody like that lightly. So is that mm, Parker overestimating Marcone or the fact that Harry underestimates him? Because Harry has significantly less, you know, not just necessarily respect, but he just, like, he doesn't talk about Marcone as being this amazing businessman. He talks about Marcone being just another dirty mobster. Because Marcone is a dirty mobster, but Parker is also part of the underworld. Mm-hmm. So, basically... So, maybe Parker just knows about his underhanded well, dealings more? Well, I would think that offhand, you know, that's probably what Parker would uh, strive to become, is well-off, well-connected... So you don't have to live in a garage. Yeah, or is it just Marcone being like, oh, sure, yeah, I've got, you know, a hand in every one of these places, but there's no legitimacy behind that claim. If but someone been, like Parker can't prove that. If, you, if you've been around for 20 years and everything that they try to nail you with slides off, you're connected. To Chicago. Right. But I'm wondering if these connections are as vast as Parker claims or if that's just something that Marcone is happy to let people believe. I think that they're just as legitimate, like, yeah. because even even with what what he will eventually promise mm-hmm. to to um, Dresden to try to get him to sign contracts yeah. is, is Fair enough. I mean they're hefty contracts. He's got a hefty bill, but but you should also think of uh, the Chicago's very own Al Capone. I was just about to bring him up. I was yep. like, then again, see how far Al Capone got. And Al Capone actually was running liquor yeah. right across the states. He had contacts in D.C., New York, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And even legitimacy with the five families in New York, which is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Fair, so. enough, fair enough. I suppose if a gangster in Chicago is going to do it, <laughs> well, it's already been done. Yeah, he's also referred to, though, as the crime boss. Mm-hmm. So basically everybody kowtows to him so you got to think of every gang all their affiliations and connections and friends well yes marcone basically allows these other gangs to exist out of the goodness of his own heart yep so so in that case i mean he'll he'll have those connections all over the place Mm -hmm. fair enough yeah so yes so no we're saving him for marcone to come and take a look yeah. And Flatnose is not happy about this. Like, he challenges Parker, mm-hmm. but Parker manages to subdue him. 
Yeah, Turn there's that. a little bit of a skerfuffle. Yeah. Not even. <laughs> it's like you lunged and the guy put him on the ground. Yeah. No. Bad dot. Sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You ever see Inuasha and like Kagomi? He's like Inuasha wears that magic necklace and she just has to say sit and then it instantly like drags <laughs> him to the ground and like yeah. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> sit. <laughs> yeah. It's useful. Useful magic item. <laughs> the dog boy. Good boy. Parker yeah. dismisses flat nose, but um, unfortunately, Parker stays behind. Yes, tells flat nose to go round up the rest of the street walls and yeah. says, "Bring, bring him back here as soon as Marcone is done with him." Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> yeah. So Harry weighs his options and tries, decides not to chance it on trying to to run. So what he's going to do instead is antagonize Parker. Just sort of poke the bear as much as possible to have him either leave the room or grab a weapon of sorts or somewhere else. Uh, either like, or. Either have him stuck off away. or at least go away and then give him a moment before his return. Yeah. Or just go away and be gone. Uh, and to be fair, as much as you want to call this a stupid idea, it's where Harry's most comfortable. And they, you know, stick with what you know. Being an asshole. <laughs> bing, 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 bing. I got that down pat. And he's got that kind of luck, though, too. And, yeah, shitty, shitty luck. He ends up talking himself into um, just... A, a tire iron to the head. Yeah, right then and there. Parker's like, I'm not going to go off and find a baseball bat. I'm not going to leave. I've got a handy-dandy tire iron right here. Right. So <laughs> that is unfortunate. Yeah, he was quite successful in pissing him off, so... Yeah, and, like, you know, he manages to... He's like, you know what? I actually hate you, and I want you dead, and I don't care about anything else. He's like, fuck Marcone. Fuck you, wizard. I'm gonna strike you down right now. Mm-hmm. Fuck the rest of the street wolves. Fuck the deal I made with Marcone. I'm gonna kill you right now, bitch. Which ends chapter 22. Tristan is just like, fuck, 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 fuck. Plan did not go well. Oh, it did go well. Just not the way he wanted it to go. Which is why I would say it did not go well. (laughs) He wanted to antagonize him. He did a very good job. Fair enough. Fair enough. This concludes our episode 5.10, Manic Magic. Thank you for listening. And thank you for joining us once again, Jay. Thank you. Thank you. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and machinellies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure at it by your own risk. We miss you, Maggie. Hurry up and come back. (laughs) 